back to an all-new episode of Gameware Express. My name is Adam Arinder, and it is Tuesday, October 17th, 2023. You are listening to episode number 268 of this fine podcast. And October is a very special month for Gameware Express because we are celebrating our 10th anniversary of existing as a show. Wow. We've been doing this for 10 years on and off, thanks to you know, COVID and life and things get in the way, but we've been consistently here for you for <laughs> over 268 episodes, and we are excited to be celebrating 10 years with a very special 10th anniversary episode airing on Friday, October 27th, and we're going to be counting down our top 10 games of all time, which, let me tell you, is not an easy thing to put together. I think you can trust all of us on that. Very difficult. But that's not all. We're also celebrating our 10th anniversary because we want to hear from you, the listener. Please write in and also share your top 10 lists, and we can incorporate them into our 10th anniversary spectacular. But if top 10, putting a top 10 together is too daunting, that's okay. We'll take any top five, your favorite game of all time. Do you have a favorite gameware memory, favorite thing you've bought, favorite silly thing Steven said when he's answered the phone in the store? Mm. We want to hear from you. GamewareExpress at gmail.com. Get those submissions in before Monday, October 23rd. And I can guarantee they will be incorporated into our 10th anniversary spectacular. If they come in after that date, who knows? Maybe they will. Save them for the 20th. That's it. We'll see you then. It's our guarantee, and we guarantee it. That is true. (laughs) Let's introduce everyone, even though you kind of heard us popping in and out during this intro. Renee Martin, how are you doing this evening? (laughs) Doing good. How are you? I'm excited. This is episode number 268. Stephen Martin. I want to apologize for breaking the first podcast rule, (laughs) which is talking before you're introduced. (laughs) Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, of course. I think think that rule only is a hard rule when it's a guest, because then it's like, Uh, who is this voice? I disagree. I think no matter who is on the show, you do not talk until you are introduced. All right, Neil Bonham, you can't talk until literally right now when I say your name, Neil Bonham. We are always your guests. So yes, I agree. <laughs> John Michael Carley, no, Hello. you're all like family. I'm not a guest. Yeah, come on. I guys. let myself in. Now, and yeah, so. you just go get the water from the fridge. Yeah, the door's yeah. probably unlocked. If you're listening to this, the door is definitely locked. Do not come yeah, to the Yeah, don't my house. do that. <laughs> Unless you have a top 10 list to drop off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we are, we are counting down our top 10 games of all time on our 10th anniversary spectacular. But leading up to that. We're going to list off some honorable mentions that didn't quite make our list, but we still want to give them their due. We did our first round of those on our episode last week. So let's. who wants to kick things off uh, today with your second honorable mention just missing oh. your top 10 list? Okay. You, if you hear me say this game barely made my list, you're going to be like, what is on his list? <laughs> because this game is so good. It's the reason I bought a PS1. It created Ooh. a genre. It's like the 10th game in the franchise of which there's like multiple anime series on Netflix today, Whoa. which is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I yeah. mean, before Whoa. Symphony of the Night, Castlevania was a great series, but it wasn't what it is or what it was. Sure. Uh, I guess there is no <laughs> Castlevania now. But it's like it created that like Metroid style Castlevania, mm-hmm. like that whole genre, right? Mm-hmm. How do you how do you like how do you follow that up with even better games? But for me, since that was the first of those Metroidvania games that left such an imprint on me, such a great soundtrack. Uh, you get to the end of the game, and it's like not even the end of the game. You're like halfway through it. So just, it's so good. I still love it to this day. I bought it on every. I think I have it on 360. I have it on PSP. 
had it on PS1. We can't find our PS1 oh, copy. It's oh, really so upsetting. Look, if you're listening and you'd love to donate a copy of Symphony <laughs> of the Night to me, I will accept it. So um, the original version. I mean, honestly. No, I'm not taking your copy. <laughs> well, I, I, but, I, but I also have it the same way all over. And I really yeah. like the HD version, so I'd probably never play it. Oh, no. PS1 I want that PS. I'm going to buy. I'm going to spend $100. It's the greatest do- hits. Why is this game $100? It's, it's the greatest hits. I don't care. I don't care. Every point of enjoyment. Yeah. 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 Well, Symphony of the Night barely made my list, but it is one of the greatest games ever made and one of my all-time favorites. Just not quite top. I, I know we recently <laughs> featured it on Retro Rewind, and yeah. I really thought yeah, I mean, it was going to pop up on look, your list considering this, you know that my conversation. List changes. But... It's already changed. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. It'll but, be there next time. Yeah, we'll be there yep. next time. Top 20. Time to go back and re-record. <laughs> mm. Neil, how about you? Oh, man. Um, so one game that uh, you know didn't quite make the cut for me was Fez. Okay. Um, yeah. But so, oh man, I love that game. Uh, Phil Fish, who unfortunately got like ragged out of the video game industry after this game. Essentially, I think he made one more Super Hypercube. But um, yeah, so Fez was you know two D retro style game, but then you get the little hat and it changes to this two D three D perspective game where you can rotate the quadrants of the background. And so it kind of like makes platforms, different depths, different levels to solve different puzzles. Um, but yeah, it is a it's, it's a, a really wondrous deep game. game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's to a discover lot. like the al- an alphabet in the game. Yeah, that's true. It has its own like little language set, you know. Mm-hmm. And there is actually like a real quirky way to figure out every yeah. letter in it um, mm-hmm. at a certain point in the game. And uh, yeah, lots of. I remember one uh, interesting one was um, to get one of the cubes. It's like the room in the painted on the wall it looked like a qr code so if you scanned it it brought you to a website that just told you like l r r l l r and so if you spun <laughs> the room in those ways it oh. like gave you one oh of very cool bit so it was like you know cool little interesting game mm-hmm. that i remember that like era when yeah. all those weird little puzzle yeah. indie games were popping up it's and like, like you this, were all over those this game is more than what it seems right and it exactly takes a while yep. to discover. and then when yeah. you do discover that it's like one of those oh oh it's mm-hmm. yeah it was kind of like one of the first like uh you know how people talk about like tunic how that yeah. has like mm-hmm. you know these layers of sure. puzzles or even something like the witness like yeah fez was the first one i remember kind of really it, doing it was one of those where it's like you got to play fez You're like why i'm like I can't tell you, but you, you just, just have yeah, to play have Fez. To like, mm-hmm. it. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's another like Neil game that surprised yeah. <laughs> not on the list. Uh, Renee. Oh, me. Um, so I really love strategy RPGs, and mm. one of my very favorites is Fire Emblem Fates. Yeah. Ooh, uh, Fates. Yes. Okay. Yeah, specifically, you know, it was difficult to choose also between Awakening or Fates, but I think Fates had like a bigger impact on mm-hmm. me interesting okay are you yeah. counting like all three like oh, yeah. red blue yellow of fate like i'm as, cheating okay. and i am sure. doing okay, no, that that's, no, that's right fair. yeah it's kind of like a complete story you've got yeah. in in those other in conquest versus birthright you know you have these two like warring families and you have to like kind of pick a side depending on which game you're playing mm-hmm. but with the special edition you basically get the definitive version exactly. of the game where you can kind of bring them reluctantly together to fight a greater evil it's kind of unfortunate that that's just kind of locked behind. It, it, yeah, and it, it, that, a special so edition. Getting a, a hold it was of very those. difficult Ooh, to get that, yeah. and now it's like oh, more. $300, three hundred, four hundred dollars. And you know that is truly the last great Fire Emblem game. Like, I would agree. Was, yeah, they're all they're like, they're good since. 
but they're not, not the same cool caliber of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say like three houses, whenever I was playing it, it gave me the same feeling of fates, right? Sure. Because you yeah. kind of have to pick a house and you have to pick these characters and then you're eventually going to have to slaughter your other <laughs> houses that you made friends with. Um, and then, oh, I go on to the next route and right. oh, the ones I was just with that I'm so attached to, again. Mm-hmm. Now you can recruit them, but their leaders you can't. Anyway, um, this game was very similar where it's just like super sad, but I like having a definitive version. Three Houses never really gets that. Fair. Yeah. The nice yep. definitive version where they actually do all have to come together. That's all I nope. want out of Three Houses, nope. but mm-hmm. I, they're not going to give it to us no, at, this not at this point. <laughs> no, and also, gone. I just I didn't like the change of like art style in Three Houses, and I really love yeah. the anime art style in Fates. And there's just something a bit more charming about it. So I and I it love has it. sprites. Yeah, uh, sprites. So yeah. real quick, <laughs> you know. there's this clear. There's this. There's three eras of Fire. Emblem, sure. Right? There's, yeah. there's the original couple games in, in the U.S. that mm-hmm. have that gorgeous mm-hmm. hand-drawn sprite look or hand created pixel look to it and then it kind of goes into that 3d era and there's still some some sprite work and there's some art that's still good and then you have like this tecmo koei era mm-hmm. that's just kind of borderline dynasty warriors yep. character yeah. models in there it's just it's it breaks my heart because i love that franchise and yeah, i yeah, don't yeah, like where not... it is now yeah. i remember i posted a picture on facebook of like all the fates characters and someone like left a comment like oh this looks cool what anime is this like, <laughs> like oh it's, it's a video game. yeah like, because it does have anime scenes mm-hmm, in it like mm-hmm. yeah it's so, good yeah fire that's i never played through all of fates awakening was my go-to awakening but fates is a awakening's incredible just, yeah the ending like mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. so great mm-hmm. yeah john michael hello uh so again one that didn't quite make my list and for Maybe a complicated reason, right? Uh, in that it is a series that is very near and dear to, uh, I think, most everyone at this table now. Yes. Um, and so it's very hard to choose uh, like a favorite child almost. Um, but I will, for the sake of the question, uh, choose Yakuza Kiwami 2. Okay. I thought uh, you were going to say South Park 64. But that was, oh, yeah. yeah, that was, yeah. it was between the two. Yes. <laughs> uh, so Kiwami 2. I'm going with just because Yakuza 2 on PS2 was like my like intro drug to this. That was your Fair. Mario yeah, 1 yeah. on Yeah, yeah, Nintendo. yeah. The first hit was free for this one. So yeah. uh, that was it, and I was hooked. So I've been a fan of this franchise since PS2. Um, and Kiwami 2 takes everything that's great about the series, diminishes nothing, and adds only goodness <laughs> to it. Uh, so Kwame too, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't need to belabor how good <laughs> Yakuza is on this podcast. Uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about it again very one. soon. I'm sure we will. Uh, finally going to start talking about Yakuza here. Oh, yeah, finally. Just... It's about time. Yeah. I don't think it's gotten its due. Uh, That's but, a good name for the episode. By yeah. The way. It's about time. <laughs> so yes, uh, finally I'm taking the, the difficult stand to say that Yakuza Kwame two is a great game, uh, and just narrowly missed my top 10 list. Nice. Okay. How yeah, about, about you, Adam? Yeah, let's, let's... What about you? Yeah. Okay, so mine for this week is like a definitive game in like Adam lore. Like I grew up playing this and loving this, but it didn't... Just, just got itched out on, inked I out of my list. True Crime. It's is it NBA Street? Street? It's NBA Street Volume oh, 2. Nice. <laughs> that is the best version of that game. That is the best basketball game that's not like in the original NBA Jam. Like NBA Street I... Volume 2 just had... Like 
Everything more moves, like more style. It had three different Michael Jordans in it. So many. Yeah. Character creator, like more in-depth, like single-player mode, like a story. Undefeated record on my file still. There you go. Like that game like is so cool. Like growing up playing basketball and like as like the NBA is really starting to get more popular in the late 90s and yep. in the early 2000s, like... Yeah, that's like... Sort of captured lightning in a bottle. There. Exactly. Yeah. And they tried to evolve the series even more and add more gimmick stuff with V3 and then Home Court, but I felt like yeah. that kind of moved the series in the opposite direction of what I enjoyed from it. Now, what yeah, if see, I... I, I... I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I kind of felt like with NBA Street, like that's kind of what I liked about that series was all four games just felt unique instead mm-hmm. of being like an evolution of like the next one and being grander. Fair, yeah. I mean... Two kind of was that, mm-hmm. so it was like this, like more perfect version of one. Exactly, and yeah, I, in the realm of all things, two is the best one. I'll just go on mm-hmm. record saying that. <laughs> but like, even with three and home court, like I love that it was more like, hey, let's just not do the same thing. Let's mm-hmm. they tried that with Def Jam too, yeah. but it ended yeah. up just like going the complete wrong way. Whereas like you know, with home court, I actually was still really enjoying the series, and I thought. Three had a really cool style to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three um, on GameCube especially because that had the Mario team that was exclusive oh, yeah. <laughs> to it. So you had Mario, Luigi, and Peach, and they but, were actually pretty fun. <laughs> but yeah, I, I will say that like Volume Two is the the dragon you're always chasing from there. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. then an honorable honorable mention to my honorable mention, like the NFL Street series was also great, yeah yeah yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. In, in, yeah. Being but again, in that, it's like but, you know, but, still not quite up to exactly NBA Street levels. Exactly. So. so. What system did you play it on? Uh, PS2. Oh, nice, nice. I, I mean, was, yeah. I've never played it myself, but we sold so many yeah. copies like continually yeah. of this yeah. game. It's so good. One and yeah. two I played on PS2, but three on GameCube. Yeah, and I had like I think I had my multi-tap so I could play like four players mm, with yeah. it, which is like really cool. I didn't cool. have friends. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. The missing component of the multi-tap. I had, the, I had my basketball teammates over, and then we just played virtual basketball after we played yeah. real That's basketball. That's so cute. So. I love that. How does how does NBA Jam compare to Looney Tunes B-Ball for you? <laughs> <laughs> You know, it just like it really depends on the day. Of and course. Like, <laughs> yeah. So those are some games that did not make our top ten list. So definitely tune in to our tenth anniversary special airing on Friday, October twenty seventh, to hear what did make our top ten. They list. are in the top thirteen. Though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's get into what we've been playing this week. I, John Michael, I want to kick it over to you to start because okay. I was really surprised to see. <laughs> <laughs> what you put it on this list and what oh, you started yeah. playing this week. So please share. Hawkeye the- Railroad. Um, <laughs> is, um, I don't think that's the. Uh, uh, I don't the think I think overseas think name. I think Hot that's- Tie Star Road. <laughs> oh, is the name of the game. Okay, that sounds was, like a Mario Kart level. Yeah, yeah. I think it, is. it basically is. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Genshin Impact Two, uh, the sequel to Genshin <laughs> Impact. Uh, now with le- less exploration than ever. Uh, <laughs> we, we should say the real name of the game. It is, it's Honkai Star Rail. Honkai Star Rail. Honkai Star Rail. Uh, I don't love that name. It's fun to uh, say. Honkai. Uh, I, Honka. I do believe that yeah. Hawkeye Railroad is a Hawkeye more Railroad. fun name to say. Uh-huh. For There's no like futuristic country western style things. Uh, no. 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 Um, but yeah, so this is uh, the a new Hoyover. Well, new is quote unquote the newer Hoyoverse game. So the people who brought you Genshin Impact. Uh, have now created this game, which is turn-based. Star Rail. Yeah, but this is a, their turn-based, you know, adventures. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so whereas Genshin is very exploration heavy, uh, more Breath active of the combat. Wild esque. Yeah, 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 yeah. This it's a Breath of the Wild like. <laughs> yeah, this definitely lends itself more to heavy JRPG mechanics, uh, while still featuring gotcha mechanics. Mm-hmm. You know, gotta chase those characters. Is there any JRPG? Uh, it kind of like reflects more than any other honestly like, you know, I, you always hear like breath of the wild you know i don't want to oversell this uh, but i did tell adam uh once you know it's it does have like persona vibes um are you uh, mean stylistically yeah kind of stylistically are like, you dating people in this game uh not in the game no but thank you for asking yes <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so there's no dating mechanic yet who knows um but yeah, I mean, it's just stylistically, uh, to me, the character design is more up my alley than Genshin Impact, whereas right. like Genshin, you have more, I guess, it's not quite chibi-fied, but they are smaller and more, I don't know, childlike in their appearance, mm-hmm. where this kind of ages your characters up and they're like young adult, you know, 20-somethings. Yeah, they look more adult. Yeah. yeah, it's just a slicker style to me. Mm-hmm. Um, not, I'm not knocking Genshin in any way. Obviously, the future's so rough. Gorgeous. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, you know. Uh, that being said, I I do miss the exploration mechanics whenever I'm playing this a lot. So again, I'm more in. Uh, I can't like climb mountains and go wherever I want to. Not with that attitude. Well, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> that is true. That's the first thing is that there pops not up. Any, like level based dungeon exploring, at least like a JRPG. No, I mean you're still kind of like. It's it's a little bit more linear, right? Okay. So, uh, like and an FF thirteen, kind not that bad. Hmm. Um, there's still more areas to go to and explore, and, and you know I'm still fairly early on, so I don't know how much this truly opens up, but I assume it does more and more. Um, but, you know, you can return to locations and like you know there's still areas that I have to like go back to. I'm like now I can go to this treasure chest that I couldn't get to before because now I'm stronger. Um, so it does incentivize like going back and like beating tougher enemies that you couldn't before. Uh, gotcha. So I don't know. There, I don't know if there's anything like amazingly unique or special about this game, but it is a fun, you know, gotcha fun game. Jaunt. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like you know, I, we're about to hit a tidal wave of games, but for the most part, I don't really have anything that I'm like dead set on playing right now. So this was a good little interim distraction mm-hmm. um, that I think I'll go back to for at least a little while. What? Oh, I was going to say, I think that, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, this game gives you a free five star in the beginning, doesn't it? Uh, In like your first 10 pull, you're like guaranteed a five star from the standard banner. Maybe I did get one. Okay, in um, your first 10 pull. I, I don't I've know if heard... it was my first 10 pull. But okay. I, I think you're at least something about I that. I think it's at least a four star, but uh, oh, okay. they have like, um, so when you start up, you know. Um, yeah, walk this. me. Okay, so like, walk, okay, let's back. Like, what yeah, is yeah, yeah. so Honkai Star Rail makes me think it's like futuristic in space on a space train. You are there is a space train. Perfect. Um, that's you are some dude or lady who wakes up at some point after your tutorial level. Um, you're on uh, the railroad and uh, you meet your fun new cast of characters. Um, and you know, guys, I'm not the person to really tell you what the storyline super is, um, cause it is never going to matter to me. X, 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 um, X, 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 X,
you know, for uh, there's a bad energy guy out there, and there's bad things that our team has to stop. That's Hawkeye. Uh, yeah, Hawkeye. <laughs> oh. Yeah. How Hawk do you get to man. him? Uh, you, he's the final boss. <laughs> do, you uh, so, a, do you use a star reel? Yep. Got to okay. get there. Yeah, I, you know, the, my star reel has taken me to my first planet that I'm at. It's some sort of ice palace planet where I'm meeting a whole new cast of characters that nice. I can recruit to my party. They get ice right out of the way. Yeah, the exactly. Honestly, video games. yeah, I was like, good. We can Perfect. just knock this off the list. So, I don't like that, but... So what 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 are some of the gotcha mechanics in this game? Because I'm trying to think, like, obviously, playing Rocket League, playing Fortnite, how that monetization and that kind of works. I'm trying to, like, how does it work in a JRPG-style game? Sure. So as you explore, um, well, A, the, the easy answer is you can just buy <laughs> your, your pulls. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you have pulls for characters. You know, you have okay. a... A screen where it's like you can try and get, you know, the featured character or there's like a, you know, a standard, they're called banners, right? So Mm -hmm. uh, the characters that are showing up on there. um, So there's one that's just consistent, right? So you're always pulling from this like cast of characters or there's timed releases. Okay. Uh, So I guess it's like Genshin where like like your character pulls the ones who are in your party, like Mm -hmm. doing your fighting. Yeah. There's like no difference in the gotcha mechanics on this versus Genshin. So still your exploration gives you your primo gems. I guess they're still called in this. Um, So if you open up a chest, you get some and you complete a quest, you're getting some. Um, Sometimes I'll outright give you a ticket for a a pull, uh, just depending on like the quest or whatever you're doing at the time. Uh, so, I mean, they, you know, early on, they, they definitely saddle you with plenty of opportunities to start getting characters, mm-hmm. start fleshing out your team. And is it other, like, are you gated by like areas you can visit or like parts so, of it? If like, you don't have a character of a certain class or element, like, is it still that thing? Is Genshin like do that still? Or am I confusing with like... Genshin has that. Yeah. Okay. But you know, at no point, even in Genshin or in this game, are you gated by the characters that you have? Okay. You're never you, prevented with that mechanic. You never feel like you have to spend the money to get this certain Correct. character to, to yeah. just access this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I will say that's always been the fair thing about Genshin and this is that like it doesn't block you. You're not like you know uh, Skylandersing over here where it's sure, like yeah. if I don't have you know Green Spyro, I can't play the next level. <laughs> right. Yeah, but Skylanders. That's probably what I was thinking. If of. I smash His name's Yoshi. <laughs> my Skylanders hard enough against the controller. Do they show up in this game? That's actually yeah. Have you tried that? Yeah, I actually that was the first thing I did try. Smart. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and it, I think it's just I Amiibo support, though. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want this to get out, anymore. but it, it, it did work. Yes, that's fascinating to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, which of your uh, two hundred Skylander? Yeah, Stealth Elf, the best Skylander. So, yeah, Stealth Elf, and actually the um, the weird wonky uh, Bowser Amiibo works as well. That's so. okay. Yeah, the dark Bowser. Yeah. You know, how later the Skylanders, you could like take parts of their bodies apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you just like, tried you could... sawing them apart and then like <laughs> sticking them to the other ones? I hadn't tried. that. That yet I did. in this game. You yeah, like I haven't tried Sid that yet. from Toy Story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did put one of the uh, greatest games of all time. A bionicle arm on one of them. That I was yeah. wondering if that. Yeah, would work. I'm more interested. Every moment I think about smashing the Skylanders in this game makes me more interested in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. They don't post a lot about this it's like online. It's, it's, yeah, it's like the secret right. songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Luckily, <laughs> Look, my just, my uncle <laughs> does work at Nintendo, so I was yeah. able to find this out. So. You could also <laughs> just give it like 20 years, and you know. Analog or something may make the new make... Skylanders. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> this is great. 
to go on this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, it's a it's a solid JRPG game. It is a great time killer. Okay. Uh, I just wanted something to play in some downtime over the weekend. So. It's $10. It's Okay, so we did talk about this being a $10 game. It is actually free. Well, why did I pay $10? Some guy showed up. That, okay, the $10. Like, hey, I need $10. That's how you get your guaranteed five star. <laughs> yeah, that's the $10. That's how you, well, that's the that's for the hookup to get your Skylanders in. Oh, the portal. You need the portal, yeah. Yeah, the portal. Okay, uh, the USB. Because I, I totally downloaded it for free, but I, haven't, I didn't have No, there is that. an intro $10 pack that you can. Oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. hey, you it's some, like a tip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, go to Subway. You tip. Yeah, that's honestly normal human. You know, to be fair, I was Hoyoverse is an indie company. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not doing independent, multi-billion dollar indie funded by the government. (laughs) They'll get there one guy with your help, (laughs) Hawkeye. Only us. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) their agent, Hawkeye. It was Genshin. (laughs) He quit. Yeah, fired. Yeah, you know, I was playing it, and I was like, honestly, I've I've already sunk enough time into this to give them the ten dollars to kind of. Boost it. I did get a, a five-star pull from the, the, the two it's, tickets I got from it, so it was worth it. $10 go, for the you. first 10 minutes, and then three ninety nine for each additional minute. Yeah, Make yeah, sure yeah. to ask your parents for permission. Sure, yeah. I was wondering yeah. why 101020 sponsored this as well. Right? So, uh, I didn't Dial know they still... The yeah. yeah. Hulk Hogan was actually oh. the commercial for it. Yeah. That's great. The uh, Yeah, because, I mean, it had come out on mobile earlier this year yeah. and then just came out on PS5 last week. So. Yeah, I've been playing on the PS5 version, okay. so it looks very, very, very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, uh, it's it's hard to like speak a lot if it's just a JRPG game. I don't know how, how it's just, you know, that uses gotcha mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if you're comparing it to Genshin, no real like big world exploration. I can't like see that mountain over there, go climb it. I'm, you're really trapped to like the environment that you've explored so good, far yeah. until like the story is like you can't go any further. You have to like kind of you know build your levels up. So it is so far a little bit grindier than Genshin. I feel mm-hmm. like I've hit a wall faster than I did in Genshin. Um, Can you pay so, to get around that wall? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, saving up. <laughs> Gotta save up, get the next portal. Um, Are there like dailies or reti- uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah? Obviously, you know, class. it has it has all that too. It has all the you know. I get, how does that work for? Is it? I guess you just run around, do, kill three random yeah. account, kill Honestly, kill three yeah. cactuars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah literally, like literally in Ever pelts. Crisis, it's like beat these three enemies yeah, into like a dudes. into beat a pulp. Enemies. There's beat like down a, these dudes. Dude, yeah. Best game ever. There's you know like a little side dungeon thing that you can run. Um, you know, dungeon and, run. Yep, yep, that's what they call it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and you it, can. Is there a cooking mechanic? Fishing. Not that I've encountered yet. I'm that surprised. Later. Well, it's not that a Japanese a, game, okay? Did right, they, that's they, true. This uh, is Chinese. True. Chinese game. Yeah. Yeah. Do they fish in much in No, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's where you fish. Star rail. Star rail. Yeah. Wow. You're mispronouncing <laughs> it again. <laughs> keep saying hot it's guy it. star rail. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, it has everything. Like if it if it's feature in. Genshin, it also is in this. It's That's just fair. the play mechanic is different. The characters are different. I do want to check it out, but we'll just wait until we get to the new released portion of this uh, episode, yeah. and we'll talk yeah. about why I don't it's think we get on yeah. Hawkeye Railroad. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not saying anyone should absolutely jump on it, but it's been a great weekend play. Fair. Uh, Renee, how's your farm going? Oh my gosh, I've been farming. <laughs> I've been moving my farm around because that's something that what? you can do in this game. Yeah, you literally, like, your farm just gets, like, packed up and then, like, flown to another location by this, like, little mechanical bird and just drops it, like, from the sky. What's your main, what's your main um, export right now? What are we, or is it? 
I'm yep. an importer exporter. Importer <laughs> exporter. <laughs> yeah. What are we? What Fancy are we shipping dogs. out? We <laughs> growing some watermelons yet? I always watermelons was the big deal back in when I played Harvest Moon. That was the big ticket item. I actually haven't found watermelon seeds yet, but I know that they're out there because it's a summertime only, thing, right? Yeah. 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 And I I just got to like the like beachy area. Okay. So I've been finding beachy. Like seeds, I guess. Zucchini <laughs> is apparently oh, corn. Some sand. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I guess I've realized really why I love this game so much, and it's a lot like their previous game, One World, Harvest Moon, One World. Okay. Um, but just better. Yeah. Like it's prettier. There's more exploration. Um, I do like have a few gripes at this point, but it's nothing that's like game breaking, and it's just like I said last week, that it feels like a PS2 game. So like your little character, you'll like walk them up like um, almost like a little mountain, right? And there'll be a little ledge and you expect that you'd be able to hop down the ledge, right? It only looks like it's a couple feet, but she can't. She can't jump down. And it's like, okay, so I have to go all the way back, like down to the bottom. So it's a little tedious in that way. But again, that's why it feels like a PS2 game because it's like, it's (laughs) a little tedious, but... Not in the way that's grading me. It's yeah. in the way where I'm like, oh, this is <laughs> this is cute. You'll get it next time. Like one day Remember when you're when grown up to game. do this. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a big boy game, you'll get there. But yeah, I mean, I've been mining. I've been farming. I have some cute little animals now. I have a chicken and I have a little baby cow. And I actually found wild sheep. Wild that sheep? That I can like befriend. But whenever they see you, they have like a little exclamation point. You know, Metal, uh, Metal, Metal Gear. Gear. <laughs> yeah. And you have to like sneak Majibaburu. up to them. And then you, when you pet them, they're like, oh, okay, I like you. And you can like run around them. And they're like, okay. But That's then just the next like a day, cat in real life. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are also like little other wild animals. Like there was a whole ass like jaguar. You get oh, a yeah. jaguar? Yes. A I tiger. saw you pet the jaguar. I was like, watch this shit. That was so cool. <laughs> sneak, 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 pet, pet. It looks so happy. Yeah. It didn't maul you at all. No, they yeah. will not maul you. They're like, okay, I like I you I like now. you. They all act yeah. like a na- like your neighbor's cat. <laughs> Every animal in this Most game. jaguars do, actually. That's a fun ah, fact. That's cool. I'm also, Harvest Moon, spoiler. Okay. Uh-oh. You know, I was like petting little horsies and stuff too that were like out in the wild, but there's apparently a raptor. Oh, what? There's like, a raptor mount. So you can like cool. go sneak Shit. up to the raptor Whoa. and pet him. And after you sneak Fortnite up to crosser. him and pet him enough times... <laughs> He will be your little buddy, and That's he can move to your farm. And the only reason I mount. played World of Warcraft because there's a raptor mount. Raptor mount. Well, now you should play Harvest I'm Moon. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm leaving right now to play. The <laughs> He's game on the no, volcano. I've watched Renee play a lot of this game. It is gorgeous. Like, yeah. It's, it, I because the Harvest Moon titular Har- Harvest Moon franchise has like come a long way from being kind of lost. Mm-hmm. From what made those games so fun, from the split, from the story yeah. of Seasons to Harvest. And, and I've just been just impressed with this game. It looks really good. Like, yeah, music nice. is great too. Yeah, it is. It's like, it's got good hooks. And, and... It's, it's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. it's, game. it's nice and cozy it's very still. Cozy. Very cozy. Yeah. yeah, there's like no stress. It's great. Love that. Nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, I made a vow last week to try to finish Resident Evil 4 separate ways and Octopath Traveler 2 before mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2 comes out this week. And it's out now. Well, it will be. I finished Resident Evil 4 separate ways. You did, did it. it. Really yeah. proud. That game was still cool because it was more Resident Evil. That ending was kind of annoying. Okay, let's talk about that. What did you find annoying I hate the ending? I, the, not the ending ending, I guess. Just like that ending sequence again. The weird blobs that have like the parasites in them that you have to use the 
the infrared scope to shoot out, and then they like blob all over the floor at you. I don't remember this at all. Regenerators. That's, oh, yeah, those regenerators. Guys. Yeah. Those yeah. things suck. They're, blo- they're they're huminal. Yeah, they're like, they're I like, think they're great uh, enemy it's types. The, it's the like uh, it's the most horror part of that game. Yeah, yeah. Because you hear them mm-hmm. like before you get to yeah, them, yeah. you're like, oh shit, <laughs> breathing and on me. Again, I just don't like really any of the boss fights in that game like mm. they they bring more frustration the than joy <laughs> i like more of the exploration and the shooting the zombie like in let the me tell you stuff and the yeah this this for you is a new era it's like a different era of resident evil you're mm-hmm. not gonna like anything after this yeah, yeah. the bosses <laughs> after resident evil 4 which i love all of them the bosses in 5 and 6 are just worse great <laughs> there's the, yeah not to get into it and we will once these games mm-hmm. get inevitably remade but they're yeah. just bullet sponges because i just got to the point yeah when i was Six. fighting these last bosses is when I rolled up to them it was just alright I'm just gonna look up how I'm supposed to do this I'm not gonna bang my head against this to be like am I actually doing damage am I wasting all these bullets like am I supposed to shoot him in the head or in the stomach or in the tail or in the glowing toe yes to everything yeah Yeah. the glowing toe obviously (laughs) yeah come on um, that's true. <laughs> it's glowing for God's sake. Yo, I'm surprised. How far through eight did you get? I finished eight. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you really love eight? No. No. Yeah. I'm so surprised because you're like, I want the exploration and stuff. I'm like, I'm thinking eight has all that, yeah. and then it's got really good boss fights. Like, like eight was fine. I still in my brain like seven more, but maybe I have to play seven again because we, you know, seven. I don't know. Man. First two thirds of I seven just, are great. I the, can't even. I don't even want to go like back to game. play seven. <laughs> Some, uh, some we've talked about this so many yeah, times. Some parts of seven I love, sure, yeah, and then the parts I don't love are just take you know me out of it. The time sequence at the end of the DLC for four, like I hate like time sequence for oh, three, like, but it's not even a big deal because you got plenty of time. Yeah, I, still, good. Yeah, I did, you it, got but good. I just felt rushed that whole. It's time. like it's just there to be there. <laughs> You're Leon. It's a fake mechanic. It really but no. Is. It was still yeah, still good play. I got seven and a half hours out of it, so I guess yeah. I'm slower yeah, yeah. or worse or just ran around in circles no. more than you did. But completionist run. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> worse. Yeah, it was uh, But hey, for ten yeah, no, for ten dollars, <laughs> great value. That's obviously. one Honkai Star. Rail. That's one Honkai yeah, Star. Yeah, basically. And then and they gave you two five star characters. True. Ada is a five star character. Well, she was. <laughs> yeah, you know. Did you stay? Did you stay? Yeah. For Maybe the, one day. Did you stay for the post-credit scene? Oh, I'm still there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still rolling. I never left. It's a lot of credits. A lot of people worked on that game. And then for and for Octopath Traveler two, I have basically completed six paths now. Whoa! Yay! The the one I'm on this like has like eight different fucking final boss forms, I guess. So uh, I'm still I think on the last last uh, that's one. The oct- uh, so, yeah. yeah, I'm on, like the last last one. So I'm just gonna say like I just ran out of time before y'all came over because I, again I thought it was done two bo- two forms. I ago, know right? You know yeah, that about. one does. Yeah, that is like a boss rush. So it's uh, I got two left, and then any other things that might pop up in between so i feel like i'm very close it's just man spider-man's like right there it's like i can feel it so i don't know if i'm gonna i don't know if i'm gonna finish it before but i i do want to keep the momentum going so i'll probably try to juggle juggle them both until i can finish octopath hoping to have that done uh by this weekend so that way i can really focus on spider-man all weekend mm-hmm. but yeah 92 hours in now yeah i think it was like 70 something when we flash chatted so i'm trying to put some work into this, this yeah you really week. have i'm so proud uh, i'm so proud yeah and it's it's been it's been great <laughs> so um like i said the game starts good and kind of stalls in the middle and then really takes off like towards yeah, the, the end. chapter so. threes really ramp it up mm-hmm. yeah, yeah definitely yeah so uh you're almost there yeah. yeah, more more, so more JRPG talk, and You're hopefully the the, the next next week is the last time you'll Can't hear me wait. talk about Octopath Traveler two. 
Uh, Neil, how's oh, Yakuza yeah. Kiwami going? Well, What's that game? You know, unlike you, I haven't <laughs> been putting in the work. Um, <laughs> so, no, I've you know, played a little bit more of it. It's still going fantastic. Yeah. One more chapter in. Mm-hmm. Uh, story's actually, like, pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of just had, I don't know, did I pass you now? No. I guess. You're, you're in there? Okay, good. Yeah. Because he played yeah. a little, actually. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good. <clears throat> It's true. But yeah. Uh, I didn't put it in the dock, but I did play it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't run into Majima Goro to fight, but I ran into him a handful of times where he was just like, eh, not right now. He's, you know, he was just smoking over, a cigarette, thinking By of new ideas. Can, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, near the, the park. Fire trash can. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Where you that's, enter the underground world through yeah, the bathroom. Yeah, that's where all the homeless bathroom. people live. Yeah, yeah purgatory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in purgatory. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful place. Just like in real life. visit, yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going good. Yakuza is Yakuza. Crazy how yeah. li- when you get late game, because I don't know how your upgrade path is going, but like just whatever I can. It takes like if I have the numbers, ten little points <laughs> early on to to get an upgrade nodule yeah. to go through yep. the whatever you call the yeah spirit grid. I'm at, grid. I'm at yeah. like eighty five now. Yeah, and yeah. and then it takes you so long to get those points early game, but then. Once you get to the mid game and late game, you're getting like 85 points from <laughs> oh, like because one. It's very yeah, I've been doing a whole battle. bunch of like every sub story I yeah, can, yeah. and it's like here's a thousand. Oh, points. Here's yeah, here a, you go. Here's a 30 second fight and a thousand. Yeah, Shit, yeah. I've been getting like 50 thousand. Yeah, like, wow. Like 50 there we go. Experience bars at once. It's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, they're just handing them out now. Absolutely, like, man. They don't care anymore. It's mm-hmm. Bob. Bob's rigging the game. Oh, Bob Uzumaki. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's great. Um, I did play a little bit of another game, but not really enough to like know too much about it. But I don't know if y'all have heard of it. Uh, it's called Cassette Beasts. Have y'all heard of this? Yeah, 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 so yeah. It's kind of so like a Pokemon, Pokemon game. Yeah. yeah. But I'm really only like 30 minutes in, but so far Stay it's tuned. kind of interesting. So it's like a but... teaser for next week. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. okay. okay. I'm interested. I, I've seen this game, so I am interested to see once you get some like, you know, something deep under your... On your yeah. wing, what we got. Mm. Nice. Okay. Uh, last but not least, Steven. You know, I've been a fan of the F-Zero franchise <laughs> uh, since Christmas 1991. Oh, I thought you were just going to say <laughs> since Christmas. This <laughs> <laughs> past Christmas. About a year now, almost. And they made a new F-Zero game, guys. I don't know. I was off. I was not on a few episodes. I don't know if we've talked about... A little bit. About 99? A yeah. little bit. So, yeah, I was yeah. playing some F-Zero 99. Yeah. That game is is crazy hectic, and uh, <laughs> it's fun. It's not my favorite 99 game. What is your favorite? I really think Pac-Man, which is gone mm. now. I really think Pac-Man I don't know if I played Pac-Man. Well, my too personal late. favorite was Mario 35. Mar- that was great, too. Yeah. Um, they're all good, but I, but I would say F Zero Ninety Nine is probably my number two. I don't know. It's it's good, and I'm glad that Nintendo is officially recognized yeah, yeah, F Zero yeah. as a franchise. That's a, it's exists. a good step in the right exists. direction. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, when you start the game, they don't just let you get straight to the ninety nining. No, you got to work your way up. To, you don't just jump yeah. in the deep end, buddy. You got to yeah. do the forties. That's right. You start with like F Zero Ten, F Zero Thirty. <laughs> And then it's like, okay, we think you're ready for this. <laughs> but it's cool. You get upgrades, you know, if you can if you get points when you mm-hmm. go through the races and you can kind of customize the way you look. Like mm-hmm. it's it's I just I'm worried that one day Nintendo's gonna be like, Okay, this has been out for three months now, we're getting rid of this. We're gonna yeah. cancel it. It's costing us too much. <laughs> <laughs> servers you can to, never play this again. Yeah. All we, your hard work is gone. You only have the memories. Yeah. So yeah. um yeah, if you have the Nintendo online service, this is free. It is fun. We've already talked about this on the show. I wasn't on that episode. <laughs> I'm uh, very bad at it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I think me three. 
the best I was at N64. Uh, I'm sorry, I just I just blew it. The the best in F Zero, I was the best. F Zero game. I would like. But, I was the best at the N64 F Zero. There it is. Yeah. We got it was there. Like, Where's Jack Hill? Liked water ski. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was my uh, and then GX. Man, that game's hard. Like the GameCube F Zero. Yeah, GX the, is the like only one I've really played. Yeah, it's a good one. Sega made that one. Right? Yeah. Sega. So it's been a light week for me, though. We played. Um, we played one more game. We that did. N- none of us put on this sheet until right. I just did right now on well, Saturday. We, play, we played a game. I see the update. Oh, we played we, Slasher. We cart. played Slasher Cart. Some Slasher on cart Nintendo 64. 64 <laughs> which was, is it's a fan mod horror themed uh, reskin of Mario Kart 64. <laughs> so instead of uh, the perennial favorites. Such as Mario, Peach, Bowser. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have Pennywise the Clown. You have Michael Myers. You have uh, uh, Reagan. Uh, Reagan from, from Exorcist. Exorcist. Ghostface. I thought from you meant Ronald Reagan. Ronald yeah, Reagan. He's, like, uh, he's also yep. there. the greatest horror <laughs> yeah. icon of our, yep. of our time. Truly, yeah. truly. Um, <laughs> and then you know the Reaganomics course is terrifying. <laughs> not not playable, but uh, you'll notice that the. Uh, oh. <laughs> the the Locky Two. The Locky Two has been replaced by the Billy the Billy the, the clown, puppet from puppet Saw. from Saw. Yeah, it's there's cool. there's so many like fun little things. Like it's all the courses from Mario sixty Kart sixty four, but they all have like it's Freddy Krueger like JPEGs all on the wall. Yeah, it's a, like it doesn't look good. It's like a Windows no, the screen screen screen. The char- no, Let me say the yeah. character skins do. The the environments look so hey, bad. It's with, tough like, to just dra- drag and drop a JPEG into an N sixty four. It shows, <laughs> but that was <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, you it, yeah you posted. <laughs> On like the event that we're gonna play this, and it's like something as a screenshot. I thought it was just like a like a fake like Photoshop, oh, and like then you actually joke. like, it, like yeah, we actually it's a physical cartridge that I <laughs> yeah had. we played it and we played it, and it just <laughs> runs like plug it in your N sixty four, have a good time. It's whip it out during Halloween. You know? We can play it any time of the year, really. That's true. And so, uh, it was we, a perfect we, time for it. We had it hooked up to um, one of our OLED uh, LG OLEDs, but mm-hmm. we have a RetroTank five yeah. X, which. No handles the proper scaling and, so and provides lag-free uh, classic gaming. So if you have uh, $200 or, or $300 and you want to drop it on a retro <laughs> tank, um, you could play your old stuff on your new TV and it looks really good, uh, Yeah, which is cool. So that was really fun. We, we tried to do that last year for the Halloween party. Couldn't get it to work. Mm. We were using uh, a Frame Meister, oh, which mean. used to be the way to upscale your. That's old what I thought. Games. I thought it was Frame Meister, but dude. My LG OLED was like, I don't like your Frame Meister. Oh, Damn, I won't stand for that. Um, so then, like the next day, I, I bought a, a retro <laughs> tank, and it took it took like a week to show up. And then a oh. year later, we played. There we go. It was fun. Let's see. Oh, this is a good segue for Retro Rewind. Unintentionally, oh, just like last week. We're going to take it back to 1999. That's a good year. Good Hell year. Yeah. With my favorite Mario Kart game of all time. Yes. CTR Crash Team Racing on the PlayStation. Wow. Or at least on October 19th. It's a solid game. 1999. I thought it was F099, the year it released. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a lot of memories because as we mentioned many times in the show growing up, I didn't really have Nintendo consoles as a kid because my dad thought they were stupid. Yeah. So I had a PlayStation and Crash Team Racing was the closest thing I could get to playing Mario sure. Kart growing up. And holy shit, that is such a great Mario Kart clone. It really is. 
Um, that it's... bringing like the story mode into it, which mm-hmm. that didn't really exist for like those racing games okay, back. You're then. wrong. For yeah. Mario, wait, well, for, for Diddy Kong, Diddy Kong Diddy Racing. Oh, yeah. Okay, my bad. You're right. Which is that better was... than Mario Kart 64. I was going to say that is true. I was going to say that Crashing Racing is probably closer to Diddy Kong Racing yes. than. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario See, that's something Mario. I also did not have a lot of experience playing because hey, it was a Nintendo console, which I... Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, Nintendo was stupid. Nintendo. <laughs> when did Diddy Kong Racing come out? Was it before? Uh, 97. 90, yeah, oh, shit, yeah. Okay. Halloween 97, according to... Okay. That game famously was announced uh, like two months before it came out. Oh, yeah. It just showed up in and Nintendo Power, mm-hmm. and then it was on store shelves. Magical. <laughs> like, that. I wish more companies would do that. Yeah. Like, Spider-Man 2, guess what? Here it is. There it is. Done, and here it's out. <laughs> We just started working on it out. Surprise. Yeah. Uh, so, not much else. I really like Crash Yeah, no, CTR is a great game. My, my lack of experience with this game, once again, this is the second week in a row. I'm going to blame the Dreamcast for me. <laughs> that's true. Not, I mean, just not playing PlayStation in yeah, that era. By the time the Dreamcast came out, I was like, "That's the PlayStation is for babies. Yeah. Dreamcast was pretty fresh right now. Yeah. Yeah, about to say, it's been out for like two or three been weeks. Out for a month. One month and one yeah. week. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I was busy flunking out of college <laughs> for the first time. First of three. Unfortunately, I do not have much CTR experience mm-hmm. either. I, I know I've played the game a handful of times, but not enough to really like remember it. No, Plus, yeah, I also like, have never really played Crash Bandicoot. Oh, man. Yeah. So, See, again, yeah, that was on my jam growing yeah, up. Yeah, it's like, it's like, train, like I've played so. like, I had the demo disc with Crash Bandicoot. Of course. So I played yeah. like that first level over and over. <laughs> so did I. Yeah. <laughs> my only experience with the demo Crash. Disc? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, that's, yeah. Do you guys it. have uh, a, f- a favorite demo that you would play over and over again, but never played the full game? Oh. You just uh, went back to the demo. Rock 2. A whole nice. bunch I on that same demo disc that had game. Crash Bandicoot 1. It had like Tekken yep. 2 or something. Mm, it had this other game like... called Tunnel B1 that was like this <laughs> I remember first Tunnel B1 thing that was amazing. And then if you press select... It like flipped the the Flip icon the around, and they had like an Independence Day video game trailer. You couldn't Ooh. play it, but Secret it was there. Stuff. But yeah, that demo disc went hard. For well, kids these days do not know <laughs> or appreciate, and there was like hidden shit in these demos. Yeah, you know? yeah. there were like codes you could enter in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's I'm an old. It's an old man yelling at yelling clouds. clouds. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so yeah, Crash Team Racing twenty. Four years old this week. It's kind of thing. interesting. It took four years for Sony to be like, well, and it's not even Sony that made this. Mm-hmm. Um, or, Activision. But like, why why, why take four years for, because the PS1 came out in 95. Mm. Obviously, kart racing games popular well before that. Like, what took so long? That's, that's Oh, that's fair. Like, I guess I did, so you know, they made one, two, three. They had to build up a franchise made, to be able yeah. to justify it. Yeah. Kart and then we had racing. The same thing with Jack, right? We had Jack 1, 2, and 3, mm-hmm. and then the kart racing. Jack Naughty X. Dog as well. Where's our uncarded? Yeah, where's our uncarded? uncarded. uncarded. Just, where's our mm-hmm. Last of Us racing Oh, the first place of us. Yes. That's, see, that's <laughs> brilliant right there. Oh, my God. The first place of us. Ship it. I will give you $100. Look, if I, they can't figure out how to make The Last of Us a li- into a live service game. Neil Bonham just did it in three <laughs> seconds. How, if a team of it. 300 people couldn't figure out how to monetize and turn that into live service and we just did it here at this table you're already here first folks yeah. first place of us first place of us <laughs> Jesus that's so good that is so good that's so good we're gonna move on to news <laughs> good job Neil 
Oh, man. In the most glorious news to celebrate and shout from the rooftops, Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick is stepping down (laughs) from his position at the end of this year following the Microsoft buyout of Activision Blizzard King. The most punchable face in all of video games executive <laughs> is it the Smash Brothers fucking roster is Bobby fucking Kodak. Is it the chiclet smiles with the Guitar Hero controller? Yes, that's, that's your least favorite uh, from like for the past eighteen years. No, what sixteen years of my life. So, do you think this is like? A buyout of him, like Microsoft yeah. wanted it. I don't know, because like him they, they to kind of like not be a part of this. Well, they that also asked part of the him deal. to stick around for two more months. Yeah, to kind of like see it through the end of the, the yeah, year. I, I mean, maybe it's something he didn't like. I'm sure this is a man who doesn't want to leave this company. He's yeah. been with it That's, for over thirty years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do think it's more at this point. Microsoft knows that he's a big old problem. Well, uh, well, okay, it's one of those things where, like we talked about with, um, who was it with PlayStation? Ricatello? No, uh, no, it. No, oh, Ricatello's on Jim my Ryan. list today. Ryan. Ryan. Jim. Is it Jim, Jim Ryan? Jim that sounds such a generic. The guy that just stepped down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jim Ryan. Yeah. Oh yeah. That Bobby Kotick obviously was great for making a shit ton of money for Activision and yeah. shareholders by taking very popular franchises they made and annualizing them and running them into the fucking ground. Mm-hmm. But it made hey, them a lot of money. That's not his fault. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, and you literally say that, it's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> and you say run them the in the one ground. We should play. Like, Look, you know, they still sold more and more like every let's time. Let's all take a step, step back. <laughs> And be thankful for his wonderful appearance in Moneyballs, <laughs> the film about baseball starring Bobby Kotick in that one scene. Um, it's estimated that his uh, his valuation of stock as he exits the company will be northward of $400 million. Yep. Dear God. Um, it's definitely not – he's not at this company uh, because he – needs money or wants it he's 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 stuck around activision blizzard because it's his life i think i think that, mm-hmm. that this is he loves being I'm at the sure. top of this company it's a power thing for him uh, so what does this person do like you're like not a part like what do you even do with your life at that point suck it you don't go work you about you're not gonna it. go work for thq <laughs> you're just gonna go what like maybe hey, well, we're finally gonna get money balls two <laughs> off the ground bobby's like calling up He's calling up anyone in Hollywood. Sure. Jonah, it's phone. me. He's like, look, I got an idea for Moneyballs too. Okay, um, the owner of the team has been forced out. He's he's on. Oh, he's, he's going grocery shopping for the first time. He's he's dealing he's with never n- done it before. Never, no idea that bread is four dollars. <laughs> this is my pitch for Moneyballs too. It's well, you know, Unity just got rid of their CEO, so they have an opening. Maybe he can just okay. go like fuck that. Ricatello goes to Activision Blizzard King. Bobby Kotick. Goes over to Unity. We film it, and it's like oh, it's like trading it's like spouses, trading, spouses, <laughs> it's trading, trading CEOs. Renames oh, it man. at Two Vision. Oh, oh it's the second yeah. generation, Whoa. the second one. We're bringing back Time. I would say Time uh, Commando. Oh, We're yeah. bringing back Time Commando. So nothing good. Does this <laughs> open? A whole world of possibilities for guest characters in the next Killer Instinct game. Yes. Oh, Do we put Bobby um, Kotick will be in the next Killer Instinct game? Is is half bearded white guy with a gun finally gonna be in Killer Instinct? <laughs> finally. Is he allowed to use the gun during hand to hand combat? These are the questions that I'm only if curious his Killer to get. Instinct kicks in. 
Yeah, that's the instinct. Yeah. That's the instinct inside all of us. It's true. So, good riddance. To bad rubbish. Fuck Bobby Kotick. And we'll see, I guess, now what Microsoft has in store for all of these fun franchises and IPs that they just acquired through Activision, Blizzard, King, joining Team Microsoft, Team Xbox. Do you think the Atari collection people... um, This is one more tangent related to this, right? So... Um, Digital Eclipse put out that Atari uh, anniversary, was that Atari 50 or Atari 4, I don't know, something. No Activision games mm-hmm. in this collection, which makes no sense because Activision games on the Atari were like some of the best, the, most popular. Yes. So do you think that someone at Digital Eclipse immediately is calling up Phil Spencer? Be like, hey. It's like, look, it doesn't <laughs> make any sense. We have this this phenomenal Atari collection that's basically like, uh, video videography history of Atari mm-hmm. with no Activision. Do you think we get some kind of uh, future update to that collection that puts as a as a goodwill? Because I don't think that Microsoft's going to be like, all right, we want like a billion dollars for this. It's obvious. Obviously, yeah. it's why there's no Activision content uh, in that game now because mm-hmm. Activision is just like, no, you can't have those games. But is that a conversation <sighs> that can happen now? I wonder. There's no I, answer you, to this. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I don't know. You would think like. Phil's, if I was a digital eclipse, this is the first thing I would yeah. be doing. Is like, hey, we need to get Phil Spencer's got that like whole persona or you know um, way of people see him of like power to the gamers. We love the gamers. We want to do stuff for you, and you know, also no what, discs. Whether yeah, whether that <laughs> whether that's really it or if that's just how he presents himself to his public persona. Like yeah, once he you goes, would think uh, like some stuff like that. Like he'd be like, yeah, like. Yes, do that. Let's get those games. Yeah, exactly. Get the kaboom. <laughs> just buy them. Pitfall. Too. Yeah, yeah you know. Well, they. I mean, I just. I don't know. I'm curious. Probably nothing will come of this. Probably but. get that Tony Hawk three and four remake. <laughs> guitar Hero. The Guitar Hero. The Guitar Hero. Oh man! Ooh. Again, Ooh. again, again, again. But yeah, also part of the news is the Microsoft acquisition is official, official, official. So. More to see how that uh, what comes from that. Uh, let's see more departures. Pete Hines, senior vice president, head of publishing from uh, at Bethesda, is retiring from the company after twenty four years. Okay, wow. Uh, I don't have as many mean things to say about Pete Hines. Yeah, Pete Hines seems like a dude. Swell I mean, fella. it's fine. You just your career in twenty four years. <laughs> you release nineteen versions of the same game, <laughs> hey, and make the company a lot of money. Yeah, you did good. Money in the bank. I show me what you drank. Let's go. Out everyone's going to be trying to clone that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wish you the best, Pete. Yeah, exactly. Uh, some news that broke, like literally, when I pressed post on oh. last week's episode. Last Breaking Tuesday. news of last week. Uh, <laughs> Sony has introduced a new PS5 design just in time for this holiday season. Um, it's um, small, smaller, smaller, <laughs> and has a detachable and attachable disk drive. So now you can buy the the disk free version of a PS5 and then upgrade it to a you know a disk a console disc, a disc, if you really want called to. Called a disk man. However, <laughs> as part of this redesign, the price of the discless PS5 is going up in price by fifty dollars. So is the storage, wow. though. Uh, yes, the storage, storage is, is yeah. also going yeah. up, uh, and you can buy the attachable disc drive add-on for eighty dollars. Yeah, is that bad? If you if you haven't seen it, yeah, it looks like they kind of 
uh, cut a PS5, I don't know, like in half, but like took the big play. It's like, okay, you know actually what it looks like? Here we go. You remember when you watched Batman Begins and Batman's suit is like kind of big and kind of clunky and awkward? And then the Dark Knight, he's like, I need a like a more lean suit so I can turn my head and it's all like different pieces and cut up. That's Mm -hmm. what this looks like. The PS5 fat looks like his suit in Batman Begins and this looks like a little piece together Dark Knight Batman. This is a very tactical PlayStation 5. Yes. (laughs) For speed gaming. Um, I like this new design. I like it smaller. We have a problem with our cat biting ours because it's so big it sticks out of our (laughs) entertainment center so whenever he's hungry he goes over to the PS5. (laughs) He goes over to the PS5 because he knows he yeah, we don't want him to fuck it. with it, and he bites it. Also to note with this new redesign, it comes with a stand for horizontal placement, but if you want to stand your new PS5 up vertically, that's another $30 to, to Ooh, Sony $30. to get a horizontal stand. Okay, Etsy.com. They, they do stand up by themselves pretty well, though. Yeah, you want to trust that, though? Well, I don't yeah, know about yeah. this one. The, I mean, if you have a cat, the... no. But have you seen the, the, the redesign? Like, Because it comes with a way to Very do it on the original dead. one. But it's very thin on the redesign. I'm assuming they have some type of data analytics that show like four percent of people actually stand their PS5s yeah, up. And I'm in that four percent. Yeah, well, they're gonna get you for thirty bucks oh, wow. if you wanna. The yeah. biggest issue with going vertical and then if it falls over is the HDMI port on the back of the PS5 is very fragile. Like if it gets any kind mm-hmm. of weird, wonky, hard hit. That the HDMI port is literally going to detach from the system. It's going to yeah. shoot out of there, and then it's not going to. You're not. It's not going to work. So be careful with that. One uh, thing I am kind of, you know, glad with these systems, and especially like the rumored X cylinder or whatever it is. Um, I kind of like that they didn't go the like One X and PS4 Pro route to where like me as a early adopter don't feel like now i'm like missing out yeah yeah yeah, yeah you know because yeah. i, I, I kind of hated that about last generation like yeah oh so some games like are just gonna run better because you know i decided to support you early on exactly like, yeah. it's kind of <laughs> fucked up but see, that is that is nothing to note this is strictly a hardware redesign there is no yeah, it's yeah. not like any, up-resing anything yeah no that's upgrade, the same not with a ps5 pro series x is it's right. not going to be anything more powerful just mm-hmm. a redesign redesign with smaller and, parts and yeah. maybe more more Story. internal i kind of uh, appreciate that storage. that they're going back to like you know PS3, 360, where it was like, the system wasn't any more powerful, just more why, storage. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's because, I mean, I have developers just not hit the wall yet on where we're at, as opposed to last gen, where technology moved faster to where we needed that I don't that even know step? if it moved faster. I think it's just last gen released so, with such late, yep, like, behind technology. Fair. You know, that you like needed it, to it get was it stuff up, that yeah. had been around for years yeah. at, at that's true. That the previous previous console was yeah. really yeah. stretched out and long. So whereas yeah. like these two new systems are kind of like pushing boundaries, you know. No, that's fair. So, so th- th- and it's also I'm sure cheaper for Sony to manufacture Absolutely. with smaller parts. Yes. And I know they shrunk a few things down even in the yeah, second version of the fatter PS5. Right. But, yeah, that's the version I had. Yeah, like, I had to get that because the Final Fantasy 13 was. Oh sure. Wait. Putting like level. Uh, I'm talking about PS3. Yeah. Is that no, what you're talking about? You're talking no, about PS4? About, no, I was talking about PS5. PS5. Oh, five. Yeah, like the new one. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, look for that this holiday season. The disc drive one is $500. The discless one is $450. Previously, $400. Yeah, once they run out of current inventory, the, the models yeah. are, that are on shelves now will just not be available. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this is the new so way. So if you want a, like a fat PS5 for whatever reason, 
Now's your time to jump out there and get one. Let's see some news in the voice talent realm. Hell yeah. Let's start with this first one, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Uh, uh, Vincent Valentine, English voice actor, official announcement. Well, it's a, it's a person everyone probably knows. Yeah. And adores. Oh. It's a big name. Big okay. Name yeah. the- oh, it's Matthew Mercer. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew, who is a huge Final Fantasy VII fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's like his favorite game Not of all time. Not surprising at all. Nice. Yeah. He cosplayed as Sephiroth like, before <laughs> he oh, was like... Yeah. Surprisingly, yeah, the, uh, yeah. the guy that voices Clive in sixteen is like a huge Final Fantasy nerd as well. That's so sweet. Yeah. I love to I hear that. I saw like his post, like he was showing off all his like weapon collection replicas that he has. Oh my God. Cool. I just, I love little victories like that. Like Matthew, I know like it was several months ago. He actually sent out a tweet that was like, I don't normally do stuff like this, but like I would really appreciate good vibes because I just sent out the most important oh, audition wow. of my career. <laughs> well, to be fair, he fucking killed it as Ganondorf. So. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh yes. yeah, I mean Matthew Mercer's huge now, obviously with Critical Role and mm-hmm. their show on uh, Amazon Prime yeah. and their very successful YouTube channel and podcast. Yeah. So and obviously they're all successful voice actors before that. So yeah, definitely a big get. This was uh, announced just this weekend at New York City Comic Con, where he was listed as a host under the uh-huh. FF Seven panel and then it was like oh surprise motherfuckers actually part of this game game. (laughs) fucking vincent that's so awesome yeah uh yeah very talented so that's a good get uh also uh they nintendo announced that mario officially has a new voice yeah and it's going to be he's now going to be voiced by kevin afghani after uh charles martinet just retired for doing mario's voice for over the last 25 years and is he, he's in Mario Wonder. That will yeah, be Mario amazing. Wonder yeah, will be the first, first yeah. his first one. Yeah. So. I did play the demo of that at Target. Okay. And, uh, oh, yeah. The voice work it, sounds. It, it actually sounds really great. Like, awesome. I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those, like, you can definitely tell it's not Charles, just because I know that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, man, with, like, the colorful, trippy vibes this game has, like, it's it's pretty on point. Like, mm-hmm. some yeah. of um some of Afghani's previous credits include Genshin Impact. Aha! Uh, Dragon yeah. Ball R&R. He voiced Raditz. Rest and oh. relaxation, Dragon yeah. Ball? So when they go, Dragon I'll go to the beach. Ball. Hang out. <laughs> Play beach games. He's Arnold in the U.S. That's uh, from Hey Genshin. Arnold. Arnold Palmer. <laughs> it says Arnold. Who's, Who's Arnold? Arnold? It's not a character. That's not... Oh, it must have just been like from a World Quest or something. Oh, like yeah. That's just... Like Ar- oh, yeah. Arnold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My uh, favorite five-star five star Arnold. Is your, Arnold. <laughs> is your dad in that game. Not a lot of credits. <laughs> this guy doesn't have a lot of credits. Ah, uh, relative unknown. I like that. You know. Yeah. So it's like... Which means you had a sick audition, though. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, congratulations. So, yeah. yeah. Congratulations yeah. to Kevin and Matthew. Matthew on their new voice roles. Uh, let's see. What can we segue into? Nintendo 64. It has Mario on it. An analog... <laughs> We'll soon be releasing a new console that will let you play your N64 games in 4K. Wow. That was the one thing that was missing from N64 <laughs> is to see those uh, beautiful polygons in 4K. Analog, of course, is the company that makes a lot of these, uh, what would you call them? FPGA. FPGA devices. consoles. My so they favorite golf game. play your <laughs> old cartridges and, and you know upscales them and properly displays them on current technology. 
the analog pocket was recently released, which helped emulate, not emulate, right? Cause it's actually running it. Right. Game boy, game boy advance. And then with adapters, game gear and, uh, Atari Lynx and yeah. Neo Geo Pop Color. So they've done this before with NES, Super NES, and now we're getting N64, which is which this timing makes sense. We've been kind of anticipating this for the past three, four years, five years, because the <clears throat> copyright not or the trademark or whatever it is runs out after Yeah, it's been out for a few years. Twenty five the real I, I don't know if that's actually it the was case. If he, I mean that was it was what we I saw guess, with I think that's the usually Nintendo what a and patent Super is. It's like when you sign up for a patent, it's like you have to re up it, especially on something like hardware. So it's like, it's like every twenty seven years and it's been it twenty five. It's been twenty seven years this year because the, the right. sixty four came out in ninety six. So right. either way, they're allowed to now. And so. we were like because we were talking about how 10 years ago, they were putting like SNES stuff out and they were like, oh wait, so that means yeah, probably we the next we however long it's probably N64 and we're finally here. This right? is going to be a bloodbath. They, they, they <laughs> oh, announced absolutely. pre-orders oh, are coming God. at a later date. <sighs> so that's going to be like call off of work, you know, get get it home and, and be on your computer. Well, hold on now. Yep. Maybe it's okay to miss the first round because if you'll get stuck with a boring black or white analog Fantastic. 3D and not get a glow in the dark one oh or a transparent God. purple one Oof. or We're clear one. Recover from this. So maybe yeah. it's okay to wait because that kind of got, I look over at my black analog pocket now. I'm like, man, Ooh. this could be translucent red. Right? Yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> Which they sold out in three seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So uh, that's the other thing analog I think is very notorious for is you need to get on that pre-order. Very you need fast. to be very quick and they will take your money and they'll ship you a thing in 12 to 18 months and you will like it. Yeah. You better have an <laughs> Ethernet cable plugged in at, with fiber and everything. Is that how you get the 4K? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, Apito or Apidu, I don't know. Um, they're partnering with Abito for the the, the packed-in controller. That's okay. Be made that's new. so cool. That's nice. It, it, it will nice. not be a, tr- a triple. It's not going to be the shape of an N64 Good. controller. Yeah, oh. it's a redesign. It's like a Interesting. Re- but it will be for N64 games. But they haven't shown what it's going to look like? Not fully. I um, like as long like as like the You're, you're making like a motion app. Can I plug in my existing yes. N64 yeah, controllers into in. this thing? Okay. As with every analog device, mm-hmm. except for the pocket, obviously. Um, oh, can... I see the picture of the controller. It looks like a Switch. It looks like a Switch Pro controller almost. Yeah. yeah. Like if you know what that looks like, that's what this kind of looks like. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, when you break down an N64 controller, it's just a joystick, a D-pad, and six buttons. Yeah, it's all like, it is. You can do that in a form that actually makes sense. Did, like going back, like did they ever? Is there a reason why the N64 controllers like that? I've never like thought cool. about that for twenty. You know, the last twenty-seven years. I mean, iconic. I have, but I've never. Like, known if there was an official answer, Nintendo was like, well, you know, in Japan, we had three-arm kids that focus-tested this, so we thought this would be a really cool idea to do um, it this way. I think only a handful of games even really use the D-pad. So, mm-hmm. back then, too, it was like games didn't utilize the control pad for, like, item switching or anything like that like they do now. So, it was like True. games, That's like, fair. if they had like 2d components sometimes you played it like a regular controller and then oh and then the move other it stuff, over if you're like playing with like the a analog is movement. Yeah. okay that's fair I, so. I can buy that uh did it say when and then pre- the c buttons on some games like acted as like a it, it depends stick. It, well yeah, like like golden want, like this. Yeah. c golden group out. is camera yeah. group yeah, yeah. The, those four yeah. yellow buttons were supposed to be camera control buttons sure interesting yeah. that's what that's why they're called c group it's camera group and when you play GoldenEye and you press C up, 
You look down. He looks down. You know, because, <laughs> because inverted it's... is the correct way to play these games. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was just how we were forced to. <laughs> if you were an insane person, you plugged in two N64 controllers <laughs> and then used both analog sticks to play, to play GoldenEye, GoldenEye or Episode 1 Racer. Right. Yeah. Pod racing with but people swear they had no idea that that was even an option, but it's in the it's in the instruction manual for gold <laughs> that you can hold two and sixty four controllers. And it's crazy. It's, it's not. It doesn't feel good. No, no, no. Don't do it. Yeah, don't, don't actually do it. But you can. you can. That game actually feels really good to use the C group to control mm-hmm. the camera movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then your analog stick is for movement, not for aiming or not for right. looking. Right. The C group mm-hmm. is for looking. Is there a date uh, for when these nope. pre-orders go live? Okay. Nope. Later. Later. Sometime later. Let's see. Uh, yep, 2024. N64K. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> um, Minecraft has sold over 300 million copies as we rush towards this game's 15th anniversary. Best-selling game of all time. Never played Minecraft. Neither well, have I. You don't have to to have paid... For a copy, but yeah. how how do you how do you, do you tame a horse in Minecraft? You pat it on its head. <laughs> do you remember like before there were physical copies of this game? People always came into the store asking. Yes, and we we'd have to tell yeah. them, well, you can't buy it at a store. You, you have, have to, to download, download it. it. Yeah. And that was like speaking so to someone thing. in a different no, language. Yeah. Well, what if kind of do you think GameStop has it? Uh, like, maybe <laughs> I don't know. You, you should check them out. Yeah. yeah, you can't tell them no. Right. Exactly. That's, at that point. To to put some put some stuff in perspective, three hundred million copies sold. Grand Theft Auto Five, which is still like the best selling game every month, despite being now ten years old, has o- only sold <laughs> one hundred eighty five million. That's it. Copies. Damn. Wow. So it's almost double for 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 Jesus. Minecraft in just five additional years. That's insane. Well, Grand Theft Auto V isn't on phones. That's a good point. That's very true. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Not that attitude. <laughs> uh, what is... Can you... Let's see. What's the best-selling... No, it says one of. Okay. The Mario Kart 8, one of the best-selling Nintendo games ever, sold 63 million copies across Switch and Wii. So, again, 300 million is a lot. That's yes. like one for every human on Earth. Yeah. Or I at least in this country. <laughs> Thing. You I think, think you're right. I, I went to public close. school. Very mm. close. Yeah. Yeah. I think of as of this year, actually. Right. Nice try, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time for the kids to stop listening. Now we're going to talk about some mature rated video uh, game uh-oh. news. After dark. Omni Man is coming to Mortal Kombat 1 next month. Mm-hmm. The first DLC character in the character pack uh, yep. from Invincible. Uh, NetherRealm put out a trailer showing off some of his uh, combat in voice dialogue voiced by J.K. Simmons, a.k.a. J. Jonah Jameson. They got him. A.k.a. Omni-Man from the show. The teacher from Whiplash. (laughs) Yep. Oh, and he's uh, in HBO's Oz. (laughs) Oh, in the Farmer's Insurance commercial. Yeah. Made by our company. Juno. Yes. Juno's dad. Jono. Uh, <laughs> if you're it's the guy from YouTube, <laughs> yep, yeah. singing about world peace still to this day. If you're a fan of the Invincible comic or show, 
Uh, you'll notice a lot of his moves and fatalities and X-ray are all from, from the show. Yeah, just one all one. very brutal. Also, if you've not watched Invincible, I highly recommend it's you check good. that out. Don't let the kids watch. Uh, nope. After uh, Dark. Season two drops next month as well. So Fun. good synergy there with him coming out in Mortal Kombat 1 and season two dropping on November 3rd on Amazon Prime. Uh, also, Tremor is coming back as a cameo fighter uh, to join Omni-Man Tremor? as part like of this. like the 1980s Reba McIntyre and <laughs> Kevin Bacon movie? Yep. yep. It's a oh, perfect film, by cast. the way. Tremors is a perfect cameo. movie, and you cannot tell me otherwise. Sorry. Um, who no likes... Even, who would? See, no one will even bother. <laughs> who would? I, didn't, I couldn't. Otherwise. Said not it, to. I mean, he's right. Almost, Steven. <laughs> Good try, Steven. <laughs> Tremor, was Tremor from Mortal Kombat 4? Yeah, yes. he was never he was the red guy. No, he's brown. No, was, he's brown, a brown, poopy brown yeah. guy. Yeah, like earthquake, but not Bowarcho. Yeah. That was different. Well, that was a different guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tr- they added him like, as a uh, a DLC character to Mortal Kombat Four. Four. Mm-hmm. No, he was never a playable character before. Oh, uh, okay. so the I think the last game. Uh, he was only featured in the Sub-Zero game. Havoc? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was ah. a boss in the Sub-Zero game, but he's never been a playable character or featured in any Trimmer other Trimmer made Mortal his Kombat. debut in Mortal Kombat Special Forces as that's a non-playable minor antagonist. Oh, he God, made Special his Forces. unofficial playable debut in the PlayStation Vita version of MK9 oh. as a Challenge Tower character. He reappeared in Mortal Kombat X comic series. Ah. He has rocks uh, for hands. Trimmer made his official <laughs> debut in Mortal Kombat X's DLC. It was X DLC, not a uh, DLC. And he's the final uh, kinda, He looks kind of like Ver- Verdugo in the face. From <laughs> Four. It looks yeah. like the guy from uh, Darksiders. He's got the Tree of Gondor on his chest. War. He does yeah. have the Tree of Gondor on his chest. <laughs> yeah, he's the Rifle King. Does Warner Brothers know, <laughs> does Warner Brothers know about this? <laughs> or you know who bought Lord of the Rings? Nether Realm, Amazon. No, that that <laughs> company, that Embracer. Oh yes, I bet they, say like, someone bought, the holding company. They straight up bought Lord of the Rings. Oh, he, period. Oh lord, well, are they the like, one that released all that of it from Tolkien's Gollum estate game or whatever? Yeah, they did. Yeah. They released that Gollum game. Anyway, that's part of it. Yeah. Uh, so hey, if you want to buy, if you want to buy Lord of the Rings on the cheap soon, because they're obviously <laughs> selling off everything. Mm-hmm. Last piece of news: Embracer your dreams. Remember when Diablo 4 came out this year? Hot game. That's right. Well, it's about to get even hotter because Diablo 4's main antagonist, Lilith, is coming to Call of Duty, bro. Yeah, where are we dropping? That's so good for everyone. Apparently, uh... (laughs) This is what $69 billion gets you. (laughs) She's being uh, added as a playable operator in uh, Modern Warfare 2 as a $20 bundle. Where you can play as Lilith and shoot people, and her finishing move, she will rip your heart out of your chest. Finishing moves in Call of Duty now? Yes. Hell yeah. I don't play Call of Duty. I don't know what these words, you know. Yes, because I played like Call of Duty Black Ops 4, and you can like hit a button and do a little finishing move. Like an assassinate in Halo. Yeah, like you go behind them and it like cuts to third person and like stab them, and then you're like, I don't know. They all have this. Now. This is yeah that hot synergy you get when Activision is Blizzard and King. Let's talk you... about real quick how Call of Duty got Ash Williams before Mortal Kombat got Ash Williams, <laughs> mm. which still hasn't happened. Fortnite has Ash Williams, yeah, as well. yeah. So you could play as Ash in those games, but not Mortal Kombat. I feel like there has to be a story there that we don't know because I, that well, had to, to be coming the in. <laughs> it's the full story there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so that is coming uh, for October 17th, which today. is today. So, also coincides with the new season of uh, Diablo 4 launches today as well. The Makes season sense. Season of Blood. Makes yes. sense. The Blood talked, Gulch. Yeah, Blood mm-hmm. Gulch. We talked about that a little bit last week, but mm-hmm. that is today now. So that's it for your hot news. I think we are going to be losing a John Michael yes. for the rest Sadly, of this show. Uh, Which is unfortunate because we're about to get into my favorite segment, and it is chock-a-block full. I think there's like 20 new releases on this list. Good this job. reminds me of like the old days. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah, before yeah, yeah. the holiday season starts. There's it's just be a fun. block of... So I'm going to let you all wrap it up with some new releases, but I will see everyone the next What on week. it is good. Bye, John Michael. Bye, John Michael. Starting stuff. on new releases that came out yesterday on Monday, October 16th, SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake. Surprisingly, only for PS5 and Xbox Series. Did it previously yes. come out? Okay. It's already mm. out on other, on other things. Okay, that makes sense. Because I was kind of shocked when I only wrote those down. But that makes... Uh... <laughs> so it came out in January on oh other my God. formats. <laughs> oh, it took a while to get the Now they're 4K like, okay, textures. we got the good stuff uh, <laughs> on PS5 and Xbox Series. Benjamin Franklin or SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving on to <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> moving today, October seventeenth, uh, Cyber Knights colon Flashpoint for PC, Mac, Linux, iOS, and Android. And it's actually the word colon. <laughs> <laughs> this game is a cyberpunk RPG. Oh, cool! That's. That's what it says. You totally a great time to release one of those. Squad Tactics, Adam, you love Squad Tactics. <laughs> oh man, this is Squad I sure Tactics. Do. Um, you're pointing. A, Maybe you I should put know, the Spider-Man the on hold. Last <laughs> I know, year. right? Yeah, it does say that it came out in 2022. <laughs> so I don't know why it's on our new release list. I guess it was on early access, or it will be coming into early access on October 17th. That's what it's also it says right here. Mm, well, there we go. Uh, Mortal Kombat Onslaught on iOS and Android. What's it's that? A new combat experience built for mobile. Yeah, so every oh, so Mortal gotcha. Kombat, like afterwards, like a little bit after the new game comes out, they release a new mobile game. Yeah, they um, did it with Injustice as well. Yeah. This so. is an action adventure beat 'em up role playing video. Game. Hell yeah! <laughs> so it's got all the genres. I'm not making mm-hmm. this up. No, I'm I know. Yeah, wiki. Yeah, is that like Shaolin monks? I, that's also a beat 'em up. I don't know if this is co-op or if it's designed that way. It's rated 4.3 out of 5 at uptodown.com. Thanks, uptodown.com. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Skull- their, their Twitter account two days ago said, two days to go. <laughs> Such and a eight hours ago, yesterday. Eight hours ago, it says, one day to go. Ooh. I think that the social person at whoever is doing this Needs a raise because those kinds of updates. Did they have anything for three days ago? Yeah, it's act, it says three days to go. <laughs> Look, the call to actions there. I mean, it's it's got a picture with a three or a two or a one. <laughs> Great. Uh, Skull Island: Rise of Kong. We, that came out in theaters a long time ago. PS4 and five, Xbox One and Series, Switch, PC. This is a. Uh, Strategy RPG. No. <laughs> what? 
I don't know what this is. It's thrill. It's a thrilling game that takes you on a journey to the mysterious island where the legendary King Kong reigns supreme. Didn't this come out on Xbox 360? Yeah, like, it was a launch game. Yeah, that's what I thought. This uh, is from Iguana Bee, which is a really cute name. You might know them from the 2015 PlayStation Plus hit Monster Bag. Ah, which I played. It was the once. bag. It was the monster bag. Monster bag. Gigantic monster bag. Gigantic monster bag. And they also made head snatchers. Ooh. Uh, All you Sonic OC fans out there, get ready, because Sonic Superstars also dropping today, October 17th, on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. You asked me when I told you about this. I told you I I got my copy last week, and you said... (laughs) Is this another Genesis collection? <laughs> I totally forgot and you're what like this was. the only Sonic fan at this table, and I, I use that lightly because I know you really only like Sonic Two, <laughs> right? But I don't think anyone else that's on this podcast regularly really plays or has ever played Sonic games much. I I, I remember what this was. Now it's like it's the four player side scrolling two D one that kind of pulling stuff from like Kirby and newer Mario games. So yeah. can, can you only play for, if you play by yourself? No, you can play, no, by, you yourself, play by yourself. But yeah. you can also just play with four and I've got to we got to play. Oh, we do? We, well, we don't have to. You do you ever just like play a Sonic game play. and play it for like a little bit and just never go back? Oh yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much every, every Sonic time. game for me. <laughs> yeah. Every time. I still didn't check out the uh well, like that's not true. the I last beat, Sonic game, I Sonic Frontiers. That's a great game. Yeah, Mania was good. It's a great game. And the one before that was Fuck, I think Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> so, again, the problem is, um, I just said Sonic Superstars. That's the sixth game, I think, on this list. Six fifth, games in one. Fifth fifth game on this list so far, and I have, like, 15 more to go. That's we, got, we got so much time. It's fine. No, I'm just saying, like, that's why, like, Sonic Superstars is not on the top of my, like, radar to, like, even know what? it exists. Because you were thinking about what if Wizards I... with a Gun? <laughs> you, ruined, exactly. you ruined my segue. I'm what sorry. if I told you one of my favorite movies was Hobo with a Shotgun? <laughs> you got anything for me? I got Wizards with a Gun. That's close enough. Uh, so coming out on... I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. PS5, Xbox uh, Series, and PC. This is an online cooperative sandbox survival game set in a magical wilderness wrought with dangerous creatures and arcane mysteries. That sounds like the most generic fucking no like way. executive business pitch I've ever heard. They gave wizards guns, man. You didn't even... You missed... You didn't say AI. That's the one buzzword you missed. Why would wizards need guns whenever they have the spell magic missile, which does not miss, but guns can miss? Guns can. Well, that's because it's too easy to play if they can't miss. You have to give them some. Wait, gun. why are you assuming a wizard with a gun would also miss? Like, if they could, the bullets be directed. There's like always magic. a chance, but I mean, a gun's not missile, a spill. It it will hit. It'll that's hit. the cool thing about magic missile as a spell. I guess we'll have to play. Anyway, to play out. Baldur's Gate three. <laughs> Y'all are too hard on these these new releases. You're too hard on the new releases. <laughs> That's everything coming out on the 17th. Now let's move on to Wednesday, October 18th. Uh, Mike Mignola's Hellboy, Web of Weird? Word? W-Y-R-D. Word. Weird. Wired? Web of what? That's coming out on PS4 and 5, all the <laughs> Xboxes for the past 10 years, Switch and PC. You, this is all the genres. It's a third-person beat-em-up roguelike. Great. Mm. Everything's represented. That's pretty cool. Yeah, everything's represented. Uh, Slender the Arrival for PS5 and Xbox Series. Moving. Like Slenderman? Um, yes, it is actually. It's spooky Ooh. game. It's a Slenderman Ooh. first person survival horror. Unreal Engine 5. 
Yeah. Nice. That's gonna look really spooky. So that means it's like the third game yeah, to release when that. We haven't had a lot of Unreal Engine five games. And just in time for spooky season, which is still in full force. Uh, Thursday, October 19th, Endless Dungeon coming out on PS4, uh, PS5, Xbox Series, Switch PC. Uh, Galactic Civilizations 4, Supernova. That's coming out on P- uh, PC, Mac, and uh, I put Linus, Linux. <laughs> Linus. <laughs> we're halfway through the new release. Slide. iOS and Android. Oh, yeah, we're still going strong. Uh, also on October 19th, Gangs of Sherwood. On ah, PS5. So, <laughs> uh, look, when I was in middle school, Xbox Series of PC. I went to Sherwood Middle. All right, I was in the gangs of Sherwood. I don't know if this is canon, but I'm going to tell you in 1995, if you didn't roll up with a starter jacket at Sherwood Middle, you were put against the wall. Okay, because the gangs of Sherwood did not settle for that Walmart shit. That your parents said was just as good as a starter jacket. <laughs> so you just better watch out. If you're going to think about crossing the gangs of Sherwood, I recommend you think again. <laughs> My grandma only recently got out. <laughs> <laughs> Lived in Sherwood Forest since yep, it's, 73. It's true, she did. <laughs> just got out. Okay. Um, We need to make a rap or something. Gangs of Sherwood. Man, do you remember the hot show from the 90s, Gargoyles? I do. Um, Vaguely. Disney's Gargoyles. Gargoyles Remastered is coming out this week on October 19th on PS4, Xbox Series, and PC. I think this was just a Sega Genesis game. There was no Super Nintendo version of Gargoyles. I think, so I, pl- is... I think it's a game I rented at one point, but never really owned on Keith the Keith David uh, did some VO work on the original Gargoyle series. Also today, tangentially, uh, rumor has it that they're working on a live-action uh, remake series of Gargoyles, of Gargoyles for Disney+. Plus. Is Keith David the guy that's going to be the new Zavala? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's Keith. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is Keith David. He, he, most people might know him as the dad from the beginning scene of something about Mary. Oh, if you've seen that movie. He's also in season six of Community. Yeah, and he was the arbiter in yes. Halo. Those yeah. games. He's he's also in Saints Row one and Saints Row four, but he's two, <laughs> two different, different characters. characters. In Saints Row four, he plays Keith David. He plays himself, right? He plays yeah. himself. Um. Yes, this was a Genesis game from uh, no, 1995. It's back, baby. That, yes, a remastered version is back and is coming out this week on Thursday, October 19th. Also on Thursday, October 19th, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbocharged. You didn't put 2 in the dock. It just says Unleashed oh, Turbocharged. Man. Hot Wheels leading away. <laughs> now it's fixed. Oh, there we go. This game uh, looks fun. I think uh, if I, I was a kid, I would be all yeah, over this. I, yeah. I enjoyed what I yeah. played of the first Hot Wheels right. Unleashed. If you're looking for a more arcadey kind of racing game, they don't really make those much anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, everything seems to be more simulated, or at least like you know, a weird hybrid, whatever Forza you... Horizon is. That um, would have been like a hot Christmas, like one to you oh, know yeah. recommend Back to parents. Oh, absolutely. Oh, or this next one would have been as well. 
Overpass 2? Because it looks like ATV Off-Road Fury. That oh, is nice. not what I thought you typed in because the font makes it look like Overpiss. Overpiss. <laughs> <laughs> this game has four-wheelers, maybe other vehicles. <laughs> we are racing uh, in the desert, in the dune buggy, um, listening to the presidents of the United States of America. Uh, it's the hottest new release. <laughs> it looks like a dune buggy racing game. Uh, like Smuggler's Run. It, kind of, it's, it looks like gritty. Hey, also Unreal Engine 5. Whoa, we're really getting them four. Nice. That makes sense because uh, Hot, Wheels, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 is coming out on last gen and current gen and Overpass 2 only current gen. Yeah. PlayStation mm-hmm. 5, Xbox Series, and PC. We're still on October 19th, y'all. The seventh guest VR for PlayStation VR 2 Quest and PC. So in 1993, the 7th guest led the way on PC to encourage people to buy CD-ROM drives because this game was a full motion video game. Oh, man. The only way you could play the 7th guest back then was if you had a CD-ROM drive. And the 7th guest VR is a recreation of the 7th guest, which is a puzzle game in a mansion filled with ghosts. Um, and this this newer version, since it's virtual reality, it's still full motion video. But the mm. FMV has been like wired onto 3D models of which you can walk around while they're acting. That That's seems trippy. Cool. So the technology is pretty cool because it's like never been done in a game where you've got like an FMV person that you can walk around <laughs> yeah. as the video literally plays. I think that's pretty neat. Um, it's it's all new puzzles. So if you did play the seventh guest, you could play this and it's still a new experience. Interesting. But you will unravel the mysteries of who is the seventh guest. Ooh. Because there are six ghosts that roam this house. Um, it's like one of the first scary games I ever played as a 12-year-old kid. And I loved this game. Originally. And now you can be in now the you, game. You are, you the, are, you are the, controller. the seventh guest. <laughs> the Gap. Also uh, on October 19th, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, and I hope PC. This game is about riding a motorcycle across a big gap. <laughs> Or, uh, I guess, the clothing store. I'll take one or the other. It's just a fashion designer. This says, genre adventure, developer, label this, all in caps, studio. Is that a challenge? (laughs) Industry rating, mature. Oh, this is not for kids. Uh, Also not for kids, the Jackbox Party Pack 10, dropping on October 19th on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Uh, five new titles releasing in this pack. The 10th one. That's crazy. Uh, TKO is coming back with TKO 2, which I love a good TKO, but it is a lot of buildup and not everyone likes to uh, make it through for that payoff. But I like it. Also games called Fixie Text, Dodo Ray Me, Time Jinx, and Hypnotorious. Ooh. Rounding out the Jackbox Party Pack uh let's see finally on october 19th world of horror on ps4 and 5 switch and pc looks fascinating it's like a a visual novel puzzle game that mixes Hmm. junji ito and hp lovecraft and it's all like black and white it looks like an early 90s pc game with no color Interesting. Interesting. Okay. But that Japanese horror. Yeah. yeah. It's iconic. very Junji Ito. Yeah. And then mixed up with Lovecraft. This this game is immediately on my list. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't know if I've even seen this before. I was discussing <laughs> this. This know. looks phenomenal. 
Well, a lot of things to play this week because now we're to Friday with my most anticipated game of the year, Marvel Spider-Man 2 coming out on PlayStation 5. Also on Friday, Super Mario Brothers Wonder on the Nintendo Switch. You know, in a year of like phenomenal games, this is like the most maybe the most stacked week. Yeah. Uh, from two different formats. Are we going to get a phenomenal Zelda and Mario again in the same year? That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Is it is it like when you know, like a new Star Wars movie comes out. And then they also put like Alvin and the Chipmunks 2 on the same weekend because they're like, well, when, Sp- when, when, when one sell, like, because it, it seems, well, I just say that because like the new Sonic game comes out this week too with so the new Mario game. Is this and, the like, Barbenheimer of the video game <laughs> world? Spider-Man and Mario Wonder. I mean, it's, it, it's close. Like, I don't, these are two big releases. Like, this is probably what Nintendo's tentpole release for the holidays. Like, what else are they coming out with? Do they have a November Super release? Super Mario RPG is next month. That's true. That is the same day as well, something else I'm interested Spider-Man in. Spider-Man 3. Oh, uh, Persona 5 Tactica. I mean, yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's something in December, because isn't there a thing like one game a month? Kind of. Um, I'm looking ahead into December. I don't see really anything from Nintendo oh, on here. Oh, is there here. a new WarioWare game coming out? Might be oh, that. yeah. When is that? There is, but I don't know. Mario versus Donkey Kong is like next year. It is, and so is Paper Mario, and the Peach Game. Oh my god, I cannot wait! Uh, So much good. Is that WarioWare game like coming out on? Okay, so WarioWare Move It comes out November third. It's like barely a couple weeks after um, Mario. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, yeah, you're right. There was, was so it, that's also in November. So it's early November. Mario two weeks later, WarioWare two weeks later, Mario RPG. Right. Okay. They're really stacking them up. Uh, How are we supposed to do Game of the Year this year? Like, I know, right? Jesus. Game of the Year will be in like June next year, when we actually have time to play all these. <laughs> that's why I'm trying to hurry to finish this Octopath Traveler too, because <laughs> God, okay. Uh, that's it for all of your new releases for this week, I guess. There was a lot of them. I'm just going to say that's all of them because... It's like 20 games. It's like 20 yeah. games. Don't even need to look for any more. You can find something in those. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> uh, and that's going to bring us to the end of episode 268 of Gameware Express. But before we get out of here, I got a new phone. Ooh. Yeah. And it's kind of cool, I'm not going to lie. What'd you get? I got a Google Pixel Fold. Nice. And I've never felt like I've, I'm have i holding the future, the future in future. my hands until like right now. Uh, yeah, I think because you didn't have an N64 on launch day. <laughs> <laughs> but you can get one in 4K soon. That's true. Uh, folding phones have been very interesting to me because that, again, technology just breaks my brain. And yeah. mm-hmm. I've always wanted more real estate on a phone to do things, but like I hated carrying around a giant Pixel 6 Pro that I had because it was large, but when I was using it, it was great. And now the best of both worlds, because now I can open it up to do really cool things like play Marvel Snap. I was going to ask if you played Snap on that. Oh, yeah, so it's how's so that, fucking how's cool. How's that look That's on cool. it? Because it's, 
it turns it more into like a square screen. Yeah. Right? So, so do they have games that like utilize that entire square space? Oh or? yeah, definitely. Nice. So I that's another reason I also want to check out uh, Honkai Star Rail because this seems like it would look very good. It's two OLED screens. Basically, it looks like a DS Lite, but like sixty percent size, with a front screen that is a. Oh, Stephen hands me his 3DS. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not. Yeah. It's like too the same far size off. Of Very similar. Um, with the Google Pixel Fold, though, the front of it is is shaped more like a traditional phone, and when you open it up, um, it opens more horizontally it's like a book like a it's notebook cool. yeah yeah there's also the samsung galaxy fold 5 which opens this way i'm turning my phone sideways where it's more up and down so when you close it this way it's more tall and thin but i prefer the fold because it uh it it feels more like a normal phone when you're using it closed and i watched so many reviews trying to make sure like this thing wasn't gonna like explode but Verizon had an amazing trade-in offer and upgrade for... Nice. I got $1,000 off this thing. This episode yeah. brought to you by Verizon. I can get quite like 800 for my phone. So yeah, it's pretty close. Um, so I got it like three days ago. So I'm still very new. But it, it's... case. Uh, yeah, I know, right? But no, like Marvel... <laughs> How do you even make one for that? It's two pieces. Yeah, it can oh, like close nice. yeah. But no, Marvel Snap looks amazing. Like it's two OLED screens. I want to check out Star Rail. Um, play. I played some racing game when I went to Best Buy to try it out. I forgot it was like Asphalt 3 or some shit. Um, What's that puzzle game that's like, there were three of them. That was, this was hot like 10 years ago. The Room? Was it The Room? Uh, Mom Hid My Game. Hidden well, my, that, hidden my yeah, game by mom. Too, but no, the room. Yeah, I wonder if the room would like take advantage of that. I'd have to estate. think. I just recently bought those on the Switch. Those are great. Yeah, those are really good. They were like a dollar each. <laughs> Since like Android tablets, things and folding phones are so relatively new. The one downside is there aren't a lot of third-party apps that utilize the extra space. So like, it'll be kind of black bars, or you can move. It to one side of the other. Go to Best Buy. Ask why your DVDs has black. Bars yeah, exactly. On the you can the bottom. The fold. You can turn it where it's vertical when it's open, and it'll at least like kind of fill the space. But it just like stretches. It doesn't like actually utilize the extra space. What about like YouTube? Uh, that's pretty cool because depending on the orientation of the phone, it'll either like be widescreen or you can like half fold it and put it on the table, and it'll know that you fold it in half. So the bottom part of it switches just controls in it, but you can open it up. And it'll be like all the chat, all the comments and stuff. So it's pretty dynamic in that way. And then depending which way you're holding it, it'll rotate the screen. You can also like multitask and you have two apps at one. So you can be watching something or like my main thing I've used it for is when I'm trying to log in all my shit again on my new phone, I keep getting emailed like two factor codes. So you have your email on one right side. there. Yeah. Just really yeah. easy to copy paste. So, uh, yeah, that like it, cool. it seems really cool. Um, How's and like the, I said, uh, it feels like the future every time I do it. I didn't it. know if this was a... Because I think I messed with one of these things like on display. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it was like maybe the display model or something. But it was like while the screen was like still very clear, the middle like definitely had that crease feeling. It's one of Is those... That something that like this phone naturally has that? Because like as I was messing with it, it... It's not really bothersome. Yeah, it's, it's. But I was wondering if it was like something that's actually there because the screen itself didn't look messed mm-hmm. up. When if you look for it, you can see it. Mm-hmm. But if you like just don't, it, it really does blend in. Yeah. Like if when I open it up, 
like when the screen's off, you can see there's clearly like a fold there. But once like the screen lights up and you have stuff going on, especially if it's not just like all white, like you're scrolling through Facebook or something, you can't you can't tell. Yeah. Like it's it's very difficult to see unless you're actively looking for it. Cool. Um so it's uh you know, it's it, it's an eighteen hundred dollar retail price, would not recommend for that. A lot of the reviews I saw are like, hey, it's a really great first iteration because it's the first Google one. Mm-hmm. But like don't pay eighteen hundred dollars. But I paid eight hundred dollars, so that's the same price as the Pixel eight almost that's about to come out. So I figured I'll just do this and hope it doesn't like break. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh I had like an LG G three at one point and that was like the first like 4k phone oh yeah and that thing used to get like so hot and eventually just like after a year burn itself out (laughs) miss my microsoft my lumias my nokia lumias oh man yeah those are good phones you and your windows phones yeah i saw a facebook memory recently where i asked if i because i'd switched to iphone for like one cycle for work like 2014 i think 15 and I posted whether I should go back to Android or stay with iPhone. And you commented, why is Windows Phone not a viable option yeah, come here on. in 2016? Great. Still a good phone today. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's going to bring us to the end of the show. You can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareBR. Um, you can also find our two stores conveniently located here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um we have our 10th anniversary spectacular dropping on Friday, October 27th. Get us your top 10 list, top five lists, favorite game or memory, favorite game to gameworexpress at gmail.com. And we will incorporate those. If you can get those in before October 23rd, we'll guarantee you will be on our 10th anniversary special. You can also find me on social media on threads at Adam Arinder. You might. Find me in line at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Blue Sky <laughs> at Steve Gameware. I still need to join Blue Sky or uh, the other one, Threads. But you can find me on X or Twitter. Say Twitter. Uh, Twitter. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter or on Instagram at Vanilla. That's like vanilla, but with a nay in A-E and an extra law at the end. You can also go check out my website for all of my voice work. The website is www.speakingofreneemartin.com. Perfect. Um, that's it. I guess let's get out of here. Renee, Steven. I'm, I'm getting in line for that N64. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, as always, for joining me this evening. And everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. We cannot do this without your support. So we look forward to hearing from you. We appreciate it. Also, everyone who's already written in. We already got some emails in there for top 10 got lists. A handful, yeah. So I can get started on putting that together. We thank might goodness. actually be able to do our top 10, top 10. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, Until next week, be good to each other out there, and we'll see you next time.